2: Relax and unwind tonight with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So, as another busy work week flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
0: We're taking you inside the mind of a man. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everyone.
3: I'm Nate Obikoya. You may know me from Michelle's Susan the Bachelorette as the one who won Michelle's heart. Um, I am so happy to be guest hosting How Men Think. I'm going to answer all your questions and try to help you understand how men think. But first, this is 11 Questions with Nate Obikoya. So let's get right into it. What are you known for? Tell us about yourself. Um, known from, like I said, uh, the TV show Bachelorette, uh, one who stole Michelle's heart, the guy who had it in the bag, as I like to say. Um, but yeah, predominantly, I'd probably say like 90, 99% of the people who know me now um, know me from Bachelorette. Uh, but of course, you know, I'm also known as a son, friend, best friend, acquaintance, coworker, worker uh, mentor, mentee. Uh, so again, it's kind of like who you, who are you talking to? Um, who am I in my personal life? Um, My personal life is just that, it's personal. So, you know, something about me, I just love being by myself. Um, So kind of think about what you did today. That's probably what I did today. I just did it by myself. So, you know, I like to, uh, as of right now, obviously I'm still long distance with Michelle. So um, I'm just like your regular guy. I go to to work every day. I go to the gym, I I run in the morning, I hang out with my, my dog go for walks, read books, listen to music. um, And I just truly just enjoy time by myself. I don't know, kind of like a loner, but in like a really peaceful way, I guess. Um, But yeah, definitely a regular day guy. Um, Three shows that I'm binge watching right now. um, Vampire Diaries, do not judge me, but I love Vampire Diaries. I don't know uh, I think that vampires are like the coolest things in the world so I'm binge watching that show guilt-free for like the third time um and I'm also actually on book three of Game of Thrones so I guess that's not really binge watching a show but definitely binge watching um these books of Game of Thrones because I think I've seen Game of Thrones four or five times now from beginning to end so uh really enjoying the books the books are, are actually like they, they are breathtaking. Those are the craziest books. Like, it's, yeah, shout out to, shout out to the author. Um, and then for other shows, Seinfeld. I mean, I watched Seinfeld since, since I was a kid. Like, you, you might struggle to find a better Seinfeld or a bigger Seinfeld fan than me. I, uh, I, I genuinely love Seinfeld. So that's always playing in the background. Um, and then euphoria, of course, you gotta you gotta say euphoria. I feel like everybody's watching Euphoria if you're not watching it, or if you didn't watch it, um, you're kind of a weirdo. so i was I was watching uh, uh, euphoria there too. Um, let's see. what is your favorite food? Nigerian food, one hundred and ten percent cannot get enough of Nigerian food, um, either my dad's home cooking or my auntie Titi's home cooking. And now that I live in the states, it's kind of you know i'm not I'm not eating as much uh, their home cooking, so been teaching myself how to uh, cook better Nigerian food. Cause when I started cooking Nigerian food, it was terrible. Uh, so I've been, I've been putting in some work though. I'm getting a little bit better, but still not as good as my auntie TT or my dad's uh, home cooking. Um, tell us about your career. Um, that's nothing, nothing too crazy. I'm working on a couple of things now, but my career is very normal. I, I started working in sales at AT&T my sophomore year of university um so shout out AT&T because that's how I paid my way through college um and then I graduated got a job at Indeed uh right out of college um yeah I loved Indeed I was there for a little over two years uh and now I'm currently working in legal tech so I'm still in sales but it sounds a little bit cooler when you say you work in legal tech so that's what I'm doing right now nothing too too crazy biggest fear in life hands down regret I think growing up I used to be um I was, I was pretty scared of dying. And then you, you get older and you realize like, you know, it's not necessarily death that's so scary. Um, it's, it's, you know, regret, dying, dying with regret. So I actually have a tattoo on my forearm that says um, there's nothing worse than a regret-filled coffin. So that's kind of how I, how I lead my life. You know, dying with regret just absolutely terrifies me. Um, let's see. My biggest pet peeve people who are rude to people in the service industry um there is nothing nothing worse than that in my opinion um whether it's your uber driver your server at a real nice restaurant your server at a real bad restaurant whatever it is janitors um anything in the service industry if you're rude to those people i mean you just gotta you gotta look yourself in the mirror and ask that's like what's what's your issue um yeah no i I can't i can't stand people who are rude to just everyday workers you know that's That's never a good look. Um, What makes me the most happy? So that's going to depend on the day and situation, really. I mean, it's kind of a a harder question to answer. Um, Not to overthink it, but, you know, I mean, let's say, you know, when you're having a good day and that that perfect song pops on. Like, that's obviously going to make you really happy in that moment. Um, Or you haven't seen your best friend in a while and you guys are about to hang out. That's going to make you really happy in that moment. Or you're having a bad day, but your dog just, you know, jumps on you and cuddles you like that's gonna make you happy in that moment. So for me, I think it'd be really hard for me to pinpoint exactly what makes me the happiest. But I'd say I try to, when I do experience happy emotions, try to like, um, just hold on to that feeling for, or like, just give it like my full attention. So that it does make me like, even more happy than than it normally should, you know. Um, But Asking what makes me the most happy, yeah, that's, that, that is too broad. I mean, you know, it changes from day and situation, what your current mood is, whatever it is. So I guess the way I could answer that is that what makes me the most happiest is holding on to happy moments for as long as I can. Um, next question, let's see. What is my ideal Saturday morning? Um, wake up before 8 a.m., I like to get the, the the day started. Walk my dog. Uh, I like to run in the mornings. Um, come back, eat, drink a bunch of water, trying to stay as hydrated as possible. Go to the gym. Come home, uh, clean my house a little bit, light some candles, and then that, again going back to the happiness thing. On that Saturday morning, when you get all of that done and it's not even known yet. Like, that, that's a happy feeling right there. You just want to embrace the fact that you just did, like, very important things, um, you know, all before noon. You got the rest of your day now to do whatever the heck you want to do, you know? Um, so that's, that's my ideal Saturday morning, just trying to do as much as possible before, uh, before noon. Um, am I more of an athlete or armchair quarterback? Despite what the show may have shown you, I actually am an athlete and I hate the fact that I now have to uh, defend myself on that aspect, but I am an athlete people, um, but uh, uh, yeah, so definitely an athlete over armchair uh, quarterback, but I will say that um, I do find a lot of joy being armchair quarterbacks with either my stepdad or my dad, I love I love sitting, sitting back, watching the games with them, um, you know, and, and being an armchair quarterback with my dad or my stepdad, so. Um, there are there are times where I, I genuinely in, enjoy being an armchair quarterback. Um, and what keeps me motivated? So for me, parents, my parents definitely keep me motivated. You know, I think for both my parents, kind of going back to, to my biggest fear of uh, uh, being regret. Um, you know, I think I think that would be something that, that you know I'm scared of, just regret of not making them proud. Uh, not living up to my potential, you know, for me personally, and then also not living up to my potential as, as their son. You know, they're going to know, like, you know, like, what happened to Tunde or what happened to Nate? Like, he could have been so much bigger than this. So I think that that keeps me motivated. I definitely don't want to let them down, um, you know. So I, I, yeah, I think what keeps me motivated is the fear of regret still. So, you know, which is, I think is a good thing still, you know. But, yeah, th- those are my 11 questions. You get to know me a little bit better. We are going to take our first break and then take our first call.
0: The cat
1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, how are you doing, Sydney?
5: Pretty good. How are you?
3: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for
1: asking.
5: So I have this guy friend. Okay. We have been friends since college. So it's been about 10 years now. And we've hooked up a couple of times over that 10-year period. Not too long ago, he asked one of my girlfriends out, Hmm. but she told me, she told me that she wasn't sure if she was interested. She didn't think she was really interested. And that same night, he and I, we were all at a party together and he and I left together. Okay. So she asked me this last weekend what happened between him and I, and I told her the truth. We left the party together. We slept together. No big deal. I thought, but yeah, I guess (laughs) it's a big deal because (laughs) she's really mad at me now. And he's really mad at me because I told her the truth. And I just, I I don't know. Like I was, was I supposed to lie? I, I, how do I, I want to fix this with both of them and I I don't know what to do.
3: Right. So the guy that this guy, obviously you guys have been hooking up, um, prior to him asking your friend out on a date, correct?
5: Yes. Just a couple of times over a a 10 year period, like not a big deal.
3: Right. So like, like super casual, no big deal. Not too many emotions are, are involved you genuinely wouldn't have cared if uh, if you went on a date with your with your friend.
5: Not at all.
3: Not at all. Okay, yeah, this is this is a this is an interesting situation. I think that, and I can only I can only speak from from like what I would have done. I, I mean, I would have done what you did, right? I would have I wouldn't have lied. Um, I would have let your your friend know, like, oh yeah, we did leave the uh, um, the party together um, and, and everything else that happened. Um, so I wouldn't have lied. I think I would just explain to your friend, like she knows, I'm assuming that you got in the last 10 years, super casual hookups, um, and that it was nothing more than that. And that, um, you know, she was already kind of on the fence of whether she was going to, uh, go on a date with this guy. Right. So yes. I don't think I, me personally, I don't think you're in the wrong I think that feelings, you know, I think feelings could have gotten hurt from like an irrational space, uh, irrational spot of your friend. I don't, I'm not necessarily sure if feelings should have been hurt on her end. And then from the guy's perspective, I mean, I, I don't really understand why um, he's, he's kind of bent out of shape uh, for you telling your friend, you know, the truth, you know, at the end of the day, like that's, that's your friend. You know, you guys are, are really good friends. Um, and I don't know, I think, I think in most cases, lying just doesn't make sense. Um, people's feelings are gonna get hurt um, and then you kind of just gotta navigate, you know, is it, are, you, are these feelings getting hurt from a rational spot or from an irrational spot? Because most of the times um, when emotions are in play, a lot of it's gonna be irrational. And, and then right now I think all of this doesn't need to be as big as it currently is. Um, so my advice to you would just be to talk to uh, your friend one-on-one, the guy one-on-one and just kind of like explain like, Hey, like this has been going on for 10 years is not as deep as it sounds. Um, You know, I, you know, if if you guys are really wanting to date and start getting to know each other, like, of course, you know, this isn't going to continue to happen. So, uh, but it's still so early, right. Just because somebody asks you on a date, your friend on a date doesn't mean that you just, you know, this is 10 years in the making of you guys having this type of relationship. Um, So, you know, Maybe not the maybe not the yeah. best advice, but that's that's the that's the first thing that comes to mind uh, on my <laughs> end is that you know I, I think this this it's not as deep as it as it actually seems to be. Yeah. So okay. Again, not that's a, that's a sticky situation. That's the, you hit me with the hard one. You hit me with the hard one, Sydney.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm just so I'm so overwhelmed by the whole thing. It's just all yeah. my friends
3: are mad at me, and it that sounds it overwhelming terrible. that that does sound overwhelming that that's that's a sticky one that's a sticky one. I think really it all comes down to communication like like pull both of them aside individually, talk to them about it, where they're coming from um plead your case, let them plead your their case, and I'm sure everything will will uh will resolve itself ninety nine percent of the time all you have to do is talk it out and then things will be fine. yeah, I hope so. <laughs> sorry it could have been more help Sydney that was a hard one <laughs> you got yourself in, in this love triangle
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's terrible oh thank you though I appreciate it I, I, hey, do, I, I do really appreciate it
3: <laughs> <laughs> of course of course
5: all right
6: thank you
3: of course but hey Sheldon, how you doing
6: I'm good how are you guys doing today
3: good 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 so, what is the question? Hopefully, I'll uh, I'll be of some assistance to, to see how men think.
7: Okay, so here's my question. Um, recently, one of my best guy friends from college has a new girlfriend, and I really like her. We've like started to become close, and she confided in me that her boyfriend, so my really good friend, told her that his last relationship ended um, mutually—that it was just like fine, mutual breakup. When in reality, he cheated on his former girlfriend. Um, I'm feeling really awkward now because I know for a fact he lied to his new girlfriend. And this new girlfriend that I'm becoming close with said that, like, if she was ever cheated on, that's a deal breaker, that she would, like, end their relationship. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's completely unfair that um, she doesn't have this information since this obviously would change the course of the relationship. So I'm just in this weird in between in this situation.
3: You guys are hitting me with some, some hard questions today. <laughs> Sorry, I'm All not right, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shannon, okay, let's see. The advice I would give on that one, because that, one, that, one's, that one's sticky, right? Because that's, that's, your, that's your one of your best guy friends um, yeah. From for time, right? One of your best guy friends with a new girlfriend. And you said that you, you do know his girlfriend?
7: So yeah, we've become close because become of close. them dating, but it's not, okay, I didn't understand. know her prior. So obviously his, we, I've known him for 10 years. So our relationship is obviously way closer than my relationship with her, but it is, you know, we are, me and the girlfriend are becoming close. She's super nice and we
2: get along right. really
3: well. Right. Right. Understood. That, that's a tough one. Right. Because that's like, that's, that's like one of your best, one of your best, you know, friends. Um, I don't know. I always say, you know, it's that there's just simply no point in lying, especially with something kind of large like this, um, saying that something ended mutually. Um, when in reality, I mean, he cheated on on his ex-girlfriend. Um, if, you know, I'm trying to think if I was in, if I were in your shoes and this was happening with, with, with a friend and, um, you know, a girlfriend or something that, that, you know, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, what I would do. I think I would. What I would, I would obviously talk to your friend, like the, your, your guy friend and talk to him like, Hey, like, um, I talked to your, your girlfriend. She told me that you said that you and your ex, uh, broke up mutually. Um, when in reality you actually cheated, like, um, you know, like what the hell are you doing, dude? Like, why are you lying to your girlfriend right now? Especially if this is a, uh, a, 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 you know, new relationship and it's already being kind of built on lies. I mean, that's, that's never a direction that, you know, any relationship would take, but especially not in the beginning. Right. Um, I'm assuming that your friend, your guy friend, he's not a bad guy, right? It's not like he's out here no, uh, being malicious yeah. with this lie. Um, I think he probably genuinely really likes this girl. And he probably knows that she, you know, like any, anybody would want to kind of kind of say, like, hey, if you cheated on your, your, you know, if you cheated in the past, I'm going to be a little bit more on guard or just simply no longer interested. So he probably wanted to just avoid that, um, having met, met this new girl. Um, wanting to impress her and kind of like continue seeing where things go. That's probably what led him to lie. Um, mm-hmm. And I think if this could be kind of turned out turned around to be a positive, you have that conversation with your guy friend saying, hey man, like you can't be lying. And then he goes to his girlfriend and, and he like just straight up admits like I was really nervous when we got into that conversation about my my past relationship. I ended up lying to you. I told you that. It ended up mutually. Um, uh, You know, Shannon told me that you guys kind of – you confided in Shannon about that, and it made me feel really bad for lying to you. Um, The truth is, da-da-da-da-da. You know, and and if he comes comes correct like that, and it's kind of like he he explains why he lied, you know, he, he understands that he shouldn't have done it, Um, And the reason is because he's like really interested in this girl. He doesn't want it to end. Um, And it was just, you know, it was was at the beginning of the relationship. He was nervous, this and the other. I think hopefully his current girlfriend will be understanding. Um, And then of course they have the conversation of, you know, let's not, let's not bring lying and let's not make lying be a part of our, our relationship moving forward. Um, And hopefully everything can kind of move forward in in a, in a positive way. And then you don't have to, continue with the burden of knowing the truth and he doesn't need to have the the, yeah conscious of knowing that he lied and you know all that fun stuff right so you guys kind of like nip it in the butt you kind of convince him to do that hopefully he does do it hopefully and and his girlfriend is understanding uh hopefully i think that'd be the best way to kind of go about the situation
7: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It's just, I, yeah. <laughs> I've been like struggling <laughs> with this a lot, but it, when you break it down that way, it makes me feel a lot yeah. better about maybe his point of view
3: of it too. Cause
7: honestly I was yeah. a little upset. Like why didn't he just tell her the truth, but
3: tell her the truth. And and the funny thing is if he would have just told her the truth, um, you know, I, I'm sure like if there was like some serious interest right up whenever that conversation came up, which I'm assuming is very, very early on, she his girlfriend probably would have Gotten over it. it, you know. Maybe right. we'll start a little bit of trust issues, but again, um, with persistence and, and effort, um, you know, things like that can can be can kind of go away. Um, so that's the funny thing is if he was just honest from the jump, I'm sure yeah. it wouldn't have been that big of a thing. But hopefully, with him, you know, coming correct, explaining why he did do this, admitting it without, um, you know, getting caught per se, um, it will lead to like, you know, hey, this guy, this guy did lie to me. Um, it was you know, early on we can move forward and let's just make Mm -hmm. sure that line does not become a part or piece of our relationship moving forward.
7: Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
3: He might even get some brownie points off that, honestly. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true though.
7: That's you know, true. So, I mean it's it's better than her finding out. Like exactly, that's the worst thing that can
3: happen. Exactly. 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 And then if you if you get the credit for, you know, like having that, that conversation with them, then she's just gonna like you even more. You know, this right, could exactly. be turned around to be a real, a real positive. You never know. <laughs>
7: yeah, I guess we'll see. But okay, well that, that makes me feel a lot better
3: though. I, I feel like yeah. now I have a good like idea what direction to go with this. Perfect, perfect. I'm glad I could help with it.
7: Okay, thank you.
3: Of course. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. What is up, Caitlin?
5: Hi, how's it going?
3: It's good. How are you doing?
6: Great. Good to good, good to,
5: to see you.
3: Yeah, nice. Uh, I mean, I guess I can't see you, but... Did
6: not see me.
2: Nice talking to you.
6: <laughs> I guess, exactly.
3: So how can I'd I like help to- you? Uh, what question? Uh, what question do you have for me today?
4: Okay, so I, I had this situation the other day. Um, so I had my boyfriend's phone and okay. then I saw a text message pop up from his friend that had my name in it. So I opened his phone and read the text thread because obviously if it involved me, I wanted to know, <laughs> obviously. <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I found out that my boyfriend has been telling his buddy about intimate parts of our relationship and it, I don't, it just made me really uncomfortable. And I want to ask him to stop, but I I don't want him to know I went through his phone. So I want to ask you how to approach this without, you know, letting him know that I went through his phone.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, most definitely. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Like, I don't think, I don't, I don't, personally, I don't like when people go, when, when couples go through each other's phones. Now, if you glance over and you see your name in there, I mean, curiosity is going to get you. I mean, if I was in your shoes, I'd probably be like, oh, "Okay, cool. Like, well, like, what's he saying about me?" Right? So you open it up, and let's say it was nothing. Who cares? Like, it's whatever. But now you find out that he's, he's um, you know, talking about some intimate parts of your relationship. Well, that whole like, "Hey, I shouldn't have gone through your phone." That kind of goes out the window. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. by all means, like if I was you, I would just, I, I would go straight to your boyfriend and be like what the heck is this? Like, you're talking about some real, like, intimate parts of our relationship. He's like, how do you know about that? I went through your phone. (laughs) That's how I know. You know, like, (laughs) like, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I would, you know, I would, I would, I would would say that with your chest. I would be like, yeah, I went through your phone. Like, you're talking about some, some real intimate parts of our relationship. Um, You know, you know, you know, I'm I'm being a little uh, animated right now. You don't have to go that hard on him. But you know, letting him know, like, you know, that how that makes you feel that you're not comfortable with that. Um, mm-hmm. And that he, he, should, he should cut that out. You know what I mean? So yeah. I wouldn't let the fact of how you found out stop you from um, your feelings about what you found out because that's obviously okay. what, what's what's most important is your feelings about what it is you found out. How you found out, I mean, hey, whatever, you went through his phone. Right. You know?
0: <laughs> and it's not I even just, like
3: you really went through his phone. You just you saw your name pop up, you clicked it, you saw what was going on. You know what I mean? Right, it's not exactly. like you were going through all the DMs and text messages and tweets and all that stuff. You just casually mm-hmm. you know, saw your name uh, in a conversation and, and you were curious about it. So I wouldn't yeah. let the fact that of, of how you found out deter you from um, still um, kind of, deter you from, you know, that, that's, those are your feelings. That's what you have to protect the most. Right. And if you feel uncomfortable, okay. with that, you got to let, let that know, let that be known. So.
6: Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thank
4: you. That's, that's really great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I appreciate it.
4: Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much. Talk to you later. Bye.
3: How you doing Claire? Oh, Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How's your day going?
6: I am doing all right. Just trying to avoid some rain over here.
3: Oh yeah. Where are you at right now?
6: Ohio, like uh Northeast.
3: Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. There's <laughs> a little bit of rain right now too, but Hey, what can we do? Better so than what snow. Can I... Yeah. Better than snow. That is 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what type of uh, advice are you hoping to get from me today? What's the question that you may have for, uh, for how made think podcast?
6: Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay. So I need to figure out if I'm being too sensitive. Um, my, like my fiance will not stop texting his friends. He texts them all day long.
2: Okay. And
6: I mean, it's, it's nonstop. So it's like, okay, if if he's at work or whatever on a break from work, fine. But we only get evenings together really. And it's like all evening he's just texting his buddies
3: and (laughs) yeah yeah you're you're kind of trying to get get some some nice alone time with your fiance right?
6: yeah you know that that's the idea and like i even went so far as the one time i told him can you please just go put your phone in the other room for a while and he literally told me he can't because he needs to text the guys
3: so when you say he's constantly talking to his friends it's not like you know every Thirty minutes, he replies. Like you're literally talking about his his phone is in his hands, twenty four seven. He's he's just going crazy in the group chat.
6: Yeah, it's it's all the time. Like he'll set his phone down. Like if we're eating dinner, he'll set his phone down, but the phone will be next to the plate, and then it's like eat a bite, text a thing.
1: Yeah.
3: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, look, there's 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 a time and place for everything. You know, like don't be wrong. I'm in many, a, many a group chats, you know, many a group chats. Um, and, and, and I love talking to my boys, but at the same time, you know, if that's, if it's 24 seven and, and all you want to, all you want is just have a little bit of, you know, one-on-one time with your fiance. Um, I don't think, I don't think you're in the wrong. You're not being too sensitive. Cause if this is an everyday, it's not like, you know, a couple a couple of days uh, of the week. You know, if this is like a, a Monday Wednesday problem, and the rest of the days are fine, then then maybe you know, like let him have his Mondays and Wednesdays. You know, but <laughs> this is this is every this is every single day. I don't think you're being too sensitive. Um, you know, not at all. I think uh, you know, I think that's definitely a conversation that that, that you you you're in the right of having, um, especially if that's making you feel, um, you know maybe the, you guys are feeling a little bit distant or whatever, um, you know, just not yeah, feeling
5: like,
3: yeah, you know, especially if, if if like other feelings are starting to trick in of, you know, like growing apart or just feeling distant, maybe not as serious as growing apart. That's a little extreme, but just feeling really distant from your fiance. Um, mm-hmm. and then even trying to kind of, cause of, of course, it's not like you guys got engaged and, and have this wonderful relationship. And, you know, the whole time it was, uh, you know, him 24 seven in these group chats. Right. So uh, it sounds like, and and I could I could be maybe being a little bit uh, harsh on your fiance right now, but it sounds like you know maybe he even got a little bit comfortable, right? Because he definitely uh-huh. didn't get you as his fiance if you if his attention was twenty four seven in these group chats, right? With all That's his buddies true. So trying to right. So you know, trying to you know go back to like the starting box um, of you know how the relationship came to be, how the relationship started uh, forming. Um, uh, because he definitely didn't get you by, you know, texting his friends twenty-four-seven. He got you in 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 a much different way. Um, so I don't think you're being too sensitive, uh, as, especially if it's starting to affect the relationship. Um, which maybe again, I don't want to, you know, pry too deep. But if 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 that is the case, then that's you know, you're not being too sensitive in any way, shape, or form. Um, that's a conversation that should should be brought up, and you know, hopefully, you guys find some kind of middle ground because. Um, his friends are always going to be there. He's always going to be wanting to talk to his friends uh, the same way I am. Um, And and most guys are, but um, there's always a time and place, you know, especially at the dinner table or if you guys are watching a movie together, I I can't stand when people text when I'm watching a movie with them. You know what I mean? So, um, (laughs) you know, if you guys are doing things, you know, going on dates, whatever it may be, um, there's a time and place and and he has to respect that as well.
6: Yeah, for real. So hopefully I can (laughs) get his attention long enough to make that clear.
3: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you might even have to throw the to- throw the phone in the toilet or something. To see what happens.
2: <laughs> Don't tempt <tell> me.
3: <laughs> right, and it's a good thing still. It's a good thing. You got to limit how much time you on your phones, you know. Um, so it's a it's a good thing, you know. Maybe maybe the toilet bowl, you know, that might actually be a good a good idea. Just get them get them <laughs> off the phone for a little bit, right? So
6: yeah, it's insured, yeah. sure.
3: <laughs> you know exactly, exactly. If it's insured, you're good. <laughs> No, but no, I, I don't think you're being too sensitive at all.
6: Oh, thank you. It's, it's good to get that confirmation.
3: Of course. I'm glad, I'm glad I could help even if it's just a little bit.
6: Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I can, I can go forward with some kind of uh, <laughs> uh, assurance that I'm not right. being nuts. Yeah. Right.
3: Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could help. Um, but yeah. Thank you for calling in.
6: Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time.
3: Hey, Heather, how are you doing?
6: Good, how are you? I'm
3: good, I'm good. Thanks for calling in. What type of advice could I uh, hopefully uh, be able to, uh, to give you?
2: Um, so my husband and I are friends with this group of like four other couples. Okay. And so like one of the wives in the group often sends um, my husband like these weird flirty texts. <laughs> Mm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and like when when he's out of town so he thinks they're innocent so he'll make mention of them casually when he calls to check in with me but it's happening more frequently and it's really starting to bother me a lot so my and my husband thinks I'm overreacting so I just Mm. don't know if I'm overreacting at all and I kind of had the idea to start texting her husband to see how they both feel about that or like how she feels about it
3: right I hear you. I hear you. You know, I, I think I think most people have been in, in situations like this. Um, to start off, I would definitely say, you know, no need to text the husband. You know, I think at, at this point, at the end of the day, you know, because I have, I have friends who deal with like certain things like this, and I kind of always say the same things. I've even, you know, I've obviously been in a situation before as well. Um, I think at the end of the day, if this is something that bothers you, and 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 like these are actually flirty texts, not just like "Hey, how are you doing?" but like actually, like it's clearly flirting. You know, like where both you guys can look at each other in eyes. Like, hey, I know that you think it's a very innocent, husband, but um, let's 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 be let's be honest with each other with with, with ourselves. She's texting when you're out of town, and um, she's clearly flirting with you, right? I think that if that's the case, then really, what is you know. Is your is your husband replying? I guess I should ask that at the beginning.
2: Yeah, I mean, this okay. is like he says he gives off like maybe a couple one liners, and then that when mm. he stops. But he's still interacting with her. Where yeah, shutting shutting her down by not replying at all would also be helpful.
3: Yeah, exactly, and that's 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 the, that's the the direction I was going. You know, like if if you have that conversation and you let your husband know, like, hey, I'd I'd be much more comfortable. um, if you would just simply not reply because if you know she's going to continue texting and he just never replies. eventually she's going to stop right but if he just simply doesn't doesn't reply it's not going to ruin this this um four couple friendship that you got that you guys have going on uh it's not like um you know it's not like she's going to start hating you or or start hating him because if that's the case i mean she just already kind of seems (laughs) you know like it's a little crazy, right? So yeah, it's um, kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So I think that, like, you know, at the end of the day, you are his wife, and if this is legitimate flirting and it's legitimately un- unacceptable and it's legitimately affecting, you know, it- it's it's making you uncomfortable, he needs to respect that more than he needs to respect whether he's coming off as a nice guy by giving off one word replies or just kind of going on on with it, right? Because if his de- if his defense is like I don't want her to think I'm ignoring her. I'm not a nice guy. Well, really what's more important, this, this one couple who you are in again, a group friendship with uh, mm-hmm. this one, one person in this group friendship thinking that you're rude for not replying or having your wife, you know, feeling uncomfortable, of course, you know, like any, any husband should, he should be picking, you know, my wife's comfortability um, over this one person thinking like, Oh, he sucks. Cause he's not replying to me. So, yeah. um, if, if okay. you're okay, if you're okay with it being like resolved as, as easy as him, just simply not replying anymore, then I think yeah. that's the direction that you guys should go for sure.
2: Yeah, And then of that, course yeah. he
3: just needs to understand that, that too,
0: you know, yeah, and, and, totally and I mean, if he
3: sense. has, right. And if he has, a, if he has an issue with that, then it's kind of like, Hey dude, Something's like up. you're, you, yeah. you know, you're choosing, you're choosing, you know, you coming off as a nice guy over your own wife. Like that, that doesn't add up. Right. Either, so. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
2: okay yeah Yeah, thank you Uh, yeah Yeah, that helps a lot that that makes sense at least i feel validated because that makes sense to me
3: (laughs) i'm glad i can help a bit
2: (laughs) okay thank you
3: thank you for calling in next up is your written q a right after this break
1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
3: So one of your guys' written uh, Q&As for me is, uh, is there ever a circumstance where it's okay to lie to your partner, even if it's an innocent lie to protect them? Um, I I, I do believe that there are circumstances where it's okay to lie to your partner. Um, Let me give you guys a quick example. Let's say I'm talking to Michelle. Michelle's talking to me. She's explaining to me that she is nervous. Um, you know, she's about to go go on stage at a public event and public speak for a bit. And let's say for sake of conversation, she says, you know, she, she, has, a, she has a pimple on her forehead. And she asked me, babe, is this pimple real, real, really noticeable? Well, it is noticeable. I'm going to say, no, it's not noticeable. You look fine. I can barely even I, I can barely even see it. You know what I mean? Did I just lie to Michelle 100%? I just lied to Michelle. Now, hopefully with that lie, she's not going to be thinking about this pimple on her forehead while she's out speaking at a public event. Um, So in that situation, do I feel like it was okay for me to lie to her when clearly that pimple is big enough that you can see it in the back row? Of course, I think it's okay that, that I lied in that situation. Now, if this is a lie that's going to, you know really mess up trust and it's, it's, it's something that's going to hurt somebody's feelings because at the end of the day if Michelle finds out I lied to her about the pimple is she going to hate me for the rest of my life of course not right now if this was a lie where if she found out that I was lying and she's going to hate me for the rest of my life that's probably something I don't want to lie about right so um, to answer that question you're smart enough to know whether this is a white lie or a large lie and if it's a white lie I think you're, you're good to go All right, let's go into another written Q&A, let's see. How do you let a friend who may be interested in being more than friends, know that you don't have romantic feelings for them without ruining the friendship? Is it possible for guys and girls to just be friends? First question, how do you let somebody know that you're not interested when they're interested and they're your friend? I'm a firm believer that if you don't make things awkward, they will not be awkward. You only need one person in a party to not make something awkward, and it will not be awkward. So this has happened to me before. I have a friend; she lets me know that uh, she she looks at me more than a friend. I let her know I don't see her in that way, um, but I don't let things get weird. You know, I just I continue the the friendship as if you know not not as if that never happened. Of course, you're going to be aware that it happened, but. Let's not act weird about, it. you know, we're still friends. We've been friends for X amount of time. Let's just continue in the exact same, you know, motion as we were before. And if that's the case, then this shouldn't be this shouldn't be awkward and this shouldn't ruin the relationship. Uh, I think that, you know, when this happens to people and they have a friend, let them know that they want to be more than friends and you don't feel that way, then you get kind of awkward or like, oh, that's kind of weird. You start overthinking it when, you know, just the other day before this person said that to you, you guys were friends. You guys are best friends. You guys are just hanging out, kicking and watching movies, whatever it is. Um, so just go back to that exact same energy and, and it won't ruin the, fr- the, the the friendship. I think when people start getting awkward or overthinking or thinking that's super weird or whatever it is, that's what's gonna, uh, that's what's gonna affect the, the the friendship. Um but if you truly wanna continue being friends with this person, just keep just keep on the same energy, keep on being friends. Um and as long as you don't make it awkward, it won't be awkward. Um, now the second part of that question, is it possible for guys and girls to be, to, be, to just be friends? Uh, hundred percent it is. Um, you know, I think, I think is it, is there a little bit of a level that makes it sometimes harder, I you know, depending from situation from case to case? Sure. I think we've all been there. Um, but at the end of the day, of course, guys and girls can be just friends. I don't think the, yeah, there's, there's no reason why guys and girls can't just be friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Um, Of course, of course, um, guys and girls can just be friends. Next written question. Let's see. Are guys intimidated by women who date multiple guys at once? Is it better for us to be upfront about casual dating? Yes, it's always better to be upfront about casual dating, especially if you are intimate with multiple partners. That's something that, um, you know, even if it's a brand new partner, that's something that that everybody deserves to know, Um, you know, that there's, you know, they don't need to know the ins and outs of your of your love life. But if you're casually dating multiple people and um, you're about to be intimate with somebody, I think that's something that that somebody deserves to know and be able to kind of uh, assess the situation, whether they want to proceed forward or not. So. Are guys intimidated by women who date multiple guys at once? Not sure if intimidation is the right word. I think do guys care? Yeah, guys, guys definitely would want to know that, you know. So, you know, if I if I just met you and I'm really interested in you, um, and I find out that you have you know 30 different boyfriends, shout out Michelle, <laughs> that's a joke. Um, you know, I might want to proceed a little bit <laughs> a little bit differently. Um, then, if, you know, I'm just the only guy that you're talking to. You know, I might want to, you know, kind of learn about you in a different way, um, whatever it may be. So I'm not sure if intimidated is the right word. I think some guys, it's not going to be an issue. Some guys, it is going to be an issue. And some guys are actually going to respect the, the hell out of you for, for being honest and letting you know, like, hey, I am dating multiple guys at once. Um, you know, it's 2022 you know, it's a, it's an open playing field. I want to, I want to see the, the, the best man out of all of this, you know? So I think, I think a lot of guys would respect that. Some guys just won't want to be, won't be interested, but some guys would definitely gonna respect that. Um, so that's my answer to that one. One more of the written two and a, let's see. Um, if we are feeling overwhelmed by the amount of time we are spending with a guy, what is the best way to say we need space? My answer to that is the best way to say that you need space is to say you need space. Um, if you are feeling overwhelmed, that, that's, that's the key. That's the key to that question is the fact that you're feeling overwhelmed. Um, and I always think that you, the, 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 person that you gotta, you know, worry about and, and care about, you know, it's obviously yourself, you know, it's, it's your star player. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, then that kind of proceeds how the guy might feel in that situation like oh is, is it going to hurt his feelings is he gonna this and the other like no you're feeling a little overwhelmed that means that you you your body is telling you by that feeling of being overwhelmed that you need some some space you need to reset have some restore and relaxation have some one-on-one time with yourself so um, I think the best way to say that you need space is to you know, say that you need space. Or if you don't want to be that blunt, the next time he has to hang out, like, oh, you know, you know what? Today I'm actually going to uh, um, lay in the bathtub and read a book. Or, um, hey, I actually can't come to dinner today. Uh, I'm going to go to the dog park with my dog. Oh, can I come with? No, sorry. You know what? I'm going to just spend this time with my, with my, with my dog and just kind of have a date to myself. Now, if you're with a guy who has an issue with having a date to yourself, um, that's a conversation in of itself, you know, so, I mean, that's a red flag right there. So you, if that's the case, you know, we can have that conversation. But if it's, you know, you're just kind of finding the, the, what's the best way to say that you need some space, um, you know, just let them know that I'm going to have some time to myself. Uh, and, and nobody on this planet should have a problem with anybody having time to themselves. Um, so that's how I answer that one. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for your questions and your calls. This was a blast. Um, Again, this is May Olukoya. You probably know me from The Bachelorette. I am the guy who had it in the bag. Um, But you can find me on Instagram at King Babatunde. um, And Michelle is currently trying to get me to, to, to go crazy on these TikToks. So I think my TikTok name is Uh, What is it? I think it's the King Bubba Day. Maybe it's King Bubba Day 94. Either one, you'll find me. It's King Bubba Day something. So um, yeah, so catch me on uh, on social media and uh, I had a real, I had a blast today. Um, So again, this is How Men Think and we will talk to you next time.
5: This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production.
4: Listen each Thursday on the iHeartRadio app